0: Must be, hi, Gluttony, If so I'm making a mess. Oh, well, that's how I know anything's happening in my house. <laughs> Any fun stuff anyway. Welcome! Hi, Gluttony. I'm Gretchen. I'm Becca. So now you almost could teach this class. I don't have to do this.
1: Oh my God, this is just an outline, Gretchen. I leave all of this, if I were to just, if this were me on my own, I would be like, hi, I'm going to outline the growth cycles. There are stages. There are propagating and cloning options. It's an annual. (laughs) Gretchen grows her own. That is how my my teaching would
0: be. Very basic. Got it.
1: (laughs) Just reading my notes. I don't have this knowledge to fill in like you do.
0: Hmm. I mean, I guess it helps. So we're questing again. And we're absorbed from Monty Python of our youth. (laughs) We're on a quest. Uh, I'm just so glad you get that reference. That makes me really happy. How could we do this podcast if we both did not know
1: how to immediately start coconut shell clapping?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or being able to fill in each other's gaps so well. It's pretty nice. So (laughs) It's true.
1: So, oh, hello. We're questing.
0: Yay. <laughs> Welcome to Tana Quest number four. Woohoo. Lucky number four. I'm Gretchen. I'm Becca. And we are going to go back a little bit more basic scenarios. Beep, beep, beep. 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 <laughs> so, you can learn a little bit more about the plants themselves. So, We're going through the growth cycle, a little bit of the plant biology, a little bit of anatomy, um, just sort of get you familiar with the different parts and where your marijuana comes from if you don't happen to be somebody that grows your own, like I do, so. Exactly.
1: So we're calling this our Roots to Buds Exploration. And because it's a quest, and because Gretchen grows her own, It's whiteboard time. We are back to the whiteboard. Gretchen is back at it. She is teaching me
0: all the things. I'm super excited to learn. And it's a two-sided whiteboard. It's not just one side. You got two sides. So many facts. (laughs) Well, let's hope so. Anyway, (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) We'll see what happens. I'm gonna say you know, I'm feeling surprisingly sober. I might have to smoke a little. Absolutely. So I'm having a little blueberry this go around.
1: Nice. I'm still sticking to my Tropicana Kush, yeah. which has been so fun already. It's also oh, a very high THC, so I
0: am thriving. You are great. Yeah, I'm not great. Oh god, not again.
1: <laughs> We're also um, both drinking Negroni's we try to have a drink while we do can quest I'm not sure why, but it's fun. I
0: mean, it just makes it more interesting, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it makes it more interesting. And it also makes me have so much yes. more respect for teachers who are sober, because how do you teach somebody if you don't have a little Negroni in your system? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Uh, We are drinking Negronis and I always like to point out the history of the Negroni because I think it's kind of funny. And that is Mm -hmm. that there was this count in Italy. I think it was Florence. I'm actually not sure. I don't know if it matters. Um, His name was like Count Negroni and he would always go to this one bar and the classic cocktail or the popular cocktail was something called an Americano, which was Campari, sweet vermouth and soda water. And this count goes in and he's like, fuck that. Not strong enough, I would like you to replace the soda water with gin. And the bartender goes, Absolutely. And now this is a Negroni. So thank you, Count Negroni, for creating this like super (laughs) strong cocktail, which is now just Campari sweet vermouth and gin, unless you're Gretchen and you're doing Aperol sweet vermouth and gin. So cheers. Here we are. Cheers. With our Negronis. Let's talk about some plants. Let's talk about it. Here we go. We are going to kick it off with growth cycle. Then we're going to talk about structure and then a little bit about the different types of plants in terms of male, female, and then a hermaphrodite and species. And then we're just going to close it off a little bit with some of the things that cannabis is similar to. Kick it off, Gretchen. Growth cycle.
0: You can't get into the growth cycle without discussing your options for how you start your plant. Two ways to do it. You can get seeds and grow seeds. This is a less reliable way to get your genetic. Uh, if you get a plant that you really like, you really should be cloning. You kind of designate a mother plant. I've always had a little bit of trouble keeping a mother one stable mother plant going. So I've done clones of clones of clones of clones. <laughs> they say you're not supposed to do that. I haven't had that much trouble with it. so. Barbara Streisand's dogs seem fine. <laughs> I think so. Basically cloning is taking a piece of another plant and getting it to develop its own roots and then you grow your plant from there. Is that propagating
1: Uh, in other terms? Yeah.
0: They're they're fairly interchangeable. so. So it takes 10 to 14 days for rooting to occur when you're doing a clone versus if you're doing from seed, you have your germination, which takes anywhere from three to 10 days. Your seedling stage, which is another two to three weeks before you get into your vegetative stage. Shortest amount of time you're going to leave it there is three weeks, but more typical is about, about 10, eight to 10. Okay. And then you have your final stage flowering eight to 11 weeks. So if you're doing clones, you get to jump a little bit because basically your rooting takes place in 10 to 14 days. And then you're, once you transplant it, it's sort of in a seedling stage for two to three weeks. And then vegetative and flowering are the same. These are your Okay. main options so with from seed it's about as you have
1: on the whiteboard three to eight months total starting with germination to seedling to vegetative to flowering and then from clone it's
0: It's a little bit less time a little bit less a little bit less probably about the same
1: okay but this kind of this kind of combines germination and seeding into the rooting and transplant process. Okay. Correct. And it then intense, again, vegetative and flowering to close that in. out. Yeah. Okay.
0: So it's it's roughly equivalent. going to be about the same. Just with cloning, you're using the same plant over and over and over again. So you know exactly what you're getting. Whereas anytime you grow anything like marijuana from seed, since it's so prone to, I don't know if you'd call that mutating, but changing its genetics. you can't. choosing its own path. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a path. laughs> we're going to call it now. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, be what you want want cannabis plant. Yes. (laughs) Be what you want. So that's fine. I've done it both right now. I have a a bunch of seeds from that year that I had a male and had a bunch of seeds in my pot. And so we're going to try and grow some of those and have some surprises next year. Nice.
1: I I love it. And so you you have seeds, like you said, because you do have mm-hmm. male plants sometimes, which we'll get into in a minute, but you most often clone, like you said, also. That's kind of when you like something, you're going to want to stick to cloning.
0: Correct. Yeah. And, and there are lots of places you can, if you want to grow your own, you can actually go and buy clones from places sometimes, depending on what cool. it is or, or where you are. You know, it's all about the laws in your area. Sure. And there's... A few places in Oakland like that I could go to where they sell seedlings, or not seedlings, clones, might be kind of fun to do at some point.
1: Totally. And it's great too, because as we've been discussing and learning, so much of what actually makes a difference, both physiologically, physically, and psychologically, is how your endocannabinoid system interacts with the terpenes and the and the cannabinoids of the cannabis plant and so being able to understand how your body responds to those and then being able to identify those specific strains it's really exciting for people who are using this as a medicine or even just for adult use to be able to identify like we said earlier just those specific terpenes and stuff and then follow those clones instead of trying to follow those seeds, and maybe losing some of that, like you said, the genetic consistency isn't there. So when you lose some of that, it might affect the way your body responds to it without you even
0: knowing about it. Right. Right. So, um, sorry, I just forgot everything you just said. It was a lot. (laughs) But I very much agreed with it. I believe, I I think I regurgitated a lot of what you
1: already said too. It was just like Rebecca translation. Right. But you are also (laughs) bringing
0: up the point that it's better for people who are trying to find the same, getting that same consistent result with what they're, they have. If you're using it more for a medicine, for something, if you find something that works really well for you, that you're able to grow, then you're insured pretty much a steady steady supply. Exactly. Yeah. How
1: nice if you can grow your own medicine,
0: right? <laughs>
1: Incredible. Not if, when, when it's, when, when everybody can and the stupid laws enforce that instead of.
0: Because okay. you're saying yeah. that when you go to the store, you have a hard time getting a consistent thing that you know what the effect is going to be of every time, basically. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And As much as there are informed and helpful people on the other side of the counter, it is also a situation where you're in COVID. They are still trying to maintain like a happy vibe energy. So there's music playing, but everybody's wearing masks. so You can't hear what the other person is asking. So it doesn't really inform much of a specific conversation towards like, I think I really respond well to you know, myrcene terpenes. What do you have today that's, you know, heavier in myrcene? Like that kind of conversation just isn't as comfortable or as possible, even though it might be in other spaces. But anyway, it's just interesting. Cause then also, I mean, it wasn't even until a few months ago that I understood what terpenes were. So (laughs) the evolution of my own understanding is changing
0: every day. Well, and it's just going to help you find what you need in the end. So.
1: Exactly. And I often find that sometimes there are strains that give me a little bit of a, like, teeth clenching kind of thing. And I really want to be able to avoid those, but I don't know how to identify them beyond the standard so far of, is this a sativa or an indica or a hybrid? And what's the THC percentage? You know, like,
0: that's been the extent of it. If there are more like tracking
1: app now on the store. That makes sense. It's probably something we should investigate. We could probably spend a whole episode dedicated to just like things we have found helpful in terms of tracking and guiding your like medication path.
0: We've gone over the growth cycle and then we went on a tangent. Now we're going to come back. Weird that we went yeah. on a tangent. <laughs> Side quest. Clap clap. I I meant to look for coconuts at the grocery store today, but <laughs> maybe we just have to keep some shells around for these such occasions. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funnier if I get the actual coconuts. I used to have some for a really long time, because when I was a child, I used to run around my backyard like I was riding a horse. I was, I would gallop around the backyard. So second I on pineapple course. Yeah, second on pineapple course. And You'll get that when you listen to our pineapple upside down cake episode. It'll be funny. So at what, after we started watching Monty Python stuff, he insisted that we needed coconut shells. And I ha- I kept them for a really long time. Yeah, I could see I don't that. don't have them anymore.
1: St. So. Patrick's Day is coming up. I could send you a coconut shell St.
0: Well, I, you know, I don't even know what to say to that at all. Let's go back to the, okay. I forgot what we were talking about. All right. So we've talked about the
1: stages. You talked through the different types of growth in terms of seeds or clone. And now I think we, we're going
0: to get into think, more growth cycle, I guess, but figuring out a what little you bit. have. structure ladies or gentlemen go
1: oh okay so we are going to talk about the sexing plants next
0: the sexing plants because another reason pot is technically an annual it basically grows one year for one growing cycle and then it dies you can manipulate this when you grow it we'll save that for the growing episode that we're going to have to do at some point but it's it is an annual so one one and done
1: does that mean one cycle of flowering the plant doesn't die it just means you only get one only one time in that year will you get the opportunity to harvest it.
0: No, it grow one year only. It grows for one, one year. One
1: year. How many times does it flower in one year? Just once. You only get
0: one flowering out of it. And then it and then dies. the whole plant dies. Yes. So how do you keep how would you ever keep a mother? You don't let it go to flower. So basically what the how the plant hang on, guess we have to do this if we're gonna talk Ur, about it how the plant knows when to do what I don't know more, this. this is all awesome. of the growing side of things so I we we actually didn't talk about this at all yet but the what tells the plant to flower is the length of day for your, it's going to do the most growing in their vegetative state so as it as plants grow naturally outside you have your spring or well maybe in nature from this seed. is just how, yeah from seed this is how it's going to go where it's you know, it's springtime, how plants know to go to flower. From seed. So you, from seed. So you're talking about how how the year goes. So your seeds, so this is, you know, basically why, how plants grow in general. But you have your spring when the plant basically wakes up or starts growing from the seed. Which Germination. Every year would be for pot plants. They grow one year and then they die. Basically, you're only getting it from seed in the wild. <laughs> so you've got spring, like end of spring into summer wait sorry Um, so germination is spring it's like i'm (laughs) i'm dragging my finger on the board showing becca but not saying it out loud (laughs) germination occurs in spring so that's when you're getting your weather is warming up it's still quite damp usually on a regular you know the plant won't have to worry about any sort of drying out so basically it's kind of on a race to get established before the summer comes which is when you want to be in your vegetative state which is when you have the most light so that then as you start to go into fall, that's when the plant starts to go into flower. Okay. So So in a tree, in a tree, it would be the leaves turning color and falling off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So that it would be shutting down for the summer, but this is basically like, we just come, (laughs) we come to breed and then we leave, you know, (laughs) we have served our purpose. Goodbye. Goodbye. ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. In sustaining a mother for permanent cloning, you have to keep it at a constant level of light. Oh, you have to keep it in a vegetative state. Yeah. So it's got to stay. So that's like, so I have timers on my grow tent that turn the lights on and off. So we can simulate the vegetative side does a long day, like I think 16 hours or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then my flowering side does, I I forget what I have it set at, at this point, like six hours. Sure. Like they're really dramatic. June 21st and December 21st. So when you try and keep mother, you just keep it in this vegetative stage under the same level of light for as long as you can. So Okay.
1: So as soon as it flowers, you've lost
0: it as a reproducible plant. Yeah. Because basically every time you clone, you have to be at a vegetative state because if you're anything past vegetative and flowering, you're just, if you get it to root, all it's going to do is grow this tiny little bud. And I can take a picture of a plant that I have that's like that right now. Okay,
1: please do. So um, if you are going to clone, you have to do it in the vegetative state.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've definitely tried. I've tried to get some stuff that's like a little too far past the vegetative state. And it's just, it doesn't work. So <laughs> Not so much. Your, your mother has to firmly live in the vegetative state. So. Okay. And that's light based. And it's light-based, yeah. A really good job. I would also keep my grow tent heated, but I'm not made of money. So we all do the best we can. So that's your growth cycle. Now your are veg- somewhere between seedling and vegetative state. That's where you're going to need to sex your plant. And, okay, you know, late seedling stage, early vegetative stage is when that vis- starts to become visible. So your late, your ladies develop their little uh, pistil... Wait, they're st- they're, these are the stigma, aren't they?
1: The, the stigma hairs. are the little, like, little hairs, hairs that yeah. stick
0: out. Antenna. Yeah. And then the dudes will develop their little pollen sacs. And they really are. They do look like. Testicles. there's usually two of them. <laughs> they look like little testicles. Right. It's actually interesting because it's, like, the male, when it flowers, has the more flowery-looking flower. Because mm. it. Basically, the entirety of the females is kind of just like a big pollen receptor, so because you have so many tiny, tiny little buds all over it. Interesting, you'll be able to see these like sort of proto sex organs developing on the plants in late seedling, early vegetative stage. Got it, and this is important because because the male, male, any men in your crop, if you do not want seeds, you got to get them out of there. Right. Okay. They will pollinate your flowers. Do not think you can control it. You cannot. Like <laughs> one year, I had a male and was like, "I'll just, you know, get a few seeds." Like control it? No, not possible. It they pollinate by just wind. So like it's got really tiny pollen. So there's no controlling it. It will pollinate everything. so it's the
1: COVID version of 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 men. <laughs> yeah. Bummer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway.
0: It's (laughs) important
1: to know at that point in the seedling vegetative in between stage, what sort of production your plant is going to do.
0: Yeah. The males also don't, they do have a little bit of THC and some of the other chemicals, but they're really not as concentrated as they are in female plants. So that's why the female plants are prized. So yeah, Superior. cloning helps you cl- also guarantee that you've got a female unless you really stress out your plant sometime in the growth cycle, and then it can actually turn into a hermaphrodite.
1: So it's gets um, both.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it has both. So it'd be self-pollinating. Again, not a great situation. Also, it would pollinate any of your other ladies that were hanging got it. around.
1: Although ideally it
0: sounds like a dream scenario. <laughs> the a half a dude and like <laughs> all ladies are just like I have
1: decided to reproduce myself, and now I yeah, can.
0: Now I can. <laughs> <laughs> There's two types of hermaphrodites. You get buds and sacs, so it'll develop both sex organs. Otherwise, it gets these weird, like, sort of elongated things they call anthers that look, typically, like, if you ever see the, po- the little pollen sacs, that it looks like a long one of those. So, yeah, like a, unfortunately, the hermaphrodites got to go to the stable.
1: So only the, the females can stuff.
0: survive in yeah. terms of
1: what you want on the other side of it right okay all right so oh. now we've talked to the through growth cycle we have talked through the different sexing of plants that are possible and now is it on to structure
0: yes i believe so okay we have a stick we have um, we have a stick and we have flipped to the other side of the whiteboard so we are inside number two of the whiteboard right. situation this is not a stick this is actually a pot plant. This is one of my plants from last last year. This one's sort of an interesting one. I, I'm really tempted to get into a lot of growing subjects today. This is a, I might be going off the track a little bit, but push it down. I'm going to just
1: real quick describe. So Gretchen's holding one of her plant's from last year that flowered and then died. So we're looking at the root system, we're looking at the stem, we're looking at the branches, and we're looking at remnants of the buds and leaves. leaves and the nodes.
0: Yeah. Mostly. So I think this was a, this would be a, I think that would be a, oh, I'm smelling it like it's gonna smell like anything. It's been outside for months, but. But we're yeah. using
1: that for reference. And we're also gonna post some pictures of the plants that Gretchen is currently growing. And that we have been using for reference.
0: Yeah. So so I, with this guy, not sure what happened with this root. This is the tap root. It's kind of weird that it it usually goes straight down from the bottom of the plant.
1: (laughs) This one is
0: going out to the side.
1: So the root structure is one main root. Yeah. A tap root.
0: Yeah. So I either, this is either planted this way, which I've done on occasion. Hold on, let's back it up.
1: I don't think we've described what's happening. So you have the, the root system, there's one main tap root, there's a couple of other little spindly roots that are coming out. And then the stem is growing at a 90 degree angle from the root, right? And instead,
0: it's supposed to be in line straight down yeah. I, I obviously didn't take the most care to get this planted <laughs> correctly so yeah you have your main taproot your main stem branches and so the nodes are basically anywhere that like a branch meets the stem or the stem from the leaf meets the branch or where the buds intersect so. a joint
1: in your body yeah
0: yes Kind okay. Of like that. Maybe maybe not that last one I just said. I don't think that was right, but I don't remember. I'll have to listen. I to don't know, it know what you said. <laughs> I'll figure that out later. I just cut that out later I don't know okay. what I said and it may not be right it might have come out. Okay, so you've got your roots,
1: your stem, your nodes, and then and your branches and your branches. And all that and supports from your you, branches,
0: you get buds. And so and you, you actually have colas. So what the the part that you typically are getting if you're buying flower from the store that those are the colas. So those are groups of the female flowers. Okay. Okay. So you're just in. You're just ingesting flowers. Yeah. Yeah. The extent. That's why they call it flower. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it makes sense. It's just. It doesn't seem like flower there's, there's such a, a stigma, and yes, exactly. And there's such a stigma behind a cannabis plant and the cola slash bud in particular. And so it's so interesting that it's literally just a flower. It's just a flower. It's just a flower.
0: Yeah. Okay. So and then you have your colas, which are the bud sites. Then you have your two types of leaves, which are your your fan leaves and your sugar leaves. Your fan leaves are the large ones, the very typical. Here's my fan leaf. My my very first sort of successful marijuana leaf drawing. We'll uh, share a picture. A close one. Is it almost good? It's really um, good. What was I gonna say about the leaves? <laughs>
1: So there's the fan leaves and the sugar leaf and the oh, fan yes. leaves are the big the big ones, the big they, ones that you associate with the image of a cannabis leaf. Right.
0: They generally uh have the lowest concentrations of THC. So aren't usually used. I do keep a fair amount of my trim, but I typically don't use the fan leaves anymore because I was just keeping tons and tons of trim and not doing anything with it because I had so much other stuff to work with that like okay, this is better could go in the compost pile and Hey, compost
1: <laughs> right just to back back it up just a little bit so when
0: you Sorry. say you're trim, that's specific to the leaves uh, you're pulling off right right and mm-hmm. that, and for harvesting so that'll be part of our growing episode 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 whatever episode whatever we know it's a can of quest. it's an episode
1: you're episode. <laughs> so confusing <laughs> you okay.
0: i know keep up <laughs> Ah, all right. Uh, so your families have a low concentration. They do have some THC, but just not enough to really be worth ingesting. Although sure. if you're just looking for a real mild high, that also might be a way to go, especially if you're ingesting. Yes. So the leaves only have THC. They don't have. No, they'd have cannabinoids. cannabinoids? They'd have. Well, they'd have THC and other can. It, it, they'd have the other things that are the beneficial parts of buds. Okay. Cannabinoids and the terpenes and things like that, but lower concentrations. Them. Got
1: it. So leaf and flower is in, is equally medicinal. It's just in the amount that you are receiving. Right. Nice. So okay.
0: basically you have to go through, you'd have to go through a, like smoke a lot more leaves to get high. Sure. A lot. A lot. Or yeah, to a like feel the
1: response <laughs> of your endocannabinoid system. Right. Yeah. Got you it. You want to be technical about it, Becca. Jeez. Well, I'm just trying to learn as we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but hi work too so then you have the sugar leaves which are sort of interspersed with the colas they typically have a pretty good coating of trichomes on them uh, so that's the part that carries the most THC and we'll get into the trichomes in just a second but yeah they're sort of like a supporting character to to the colas as far as uh, what you're getting I mean some people trim them off I completely find that they're so covered in trichomes that it seems silly to throw them away yeah use it that's just me I can't throw anything away even cold dead plant that died three four months ago and i'm able to have it here to hold in my hand so i can show you a root system yeah and like it will go in the compost now but (laughs) after this but you've used it again (laughs) i used yeah it had another purpose another life that's right all right so should we get into trichomes or should we finish talking about plant parts let's talk about the plant parts so in your colas, so the sub part of your colas are, so the, the groups of your female flowers, there's little, there are little hair things that are, those are your stigmas. As the plant grows, they start out white and then they turn like orange to red to brown um, as you go. Based on like light and
1: oxidation and aging. Right. Right. Okay. What? what? Oxidation. <laughs> I remembered. Yes,
0: that is relevant for what we're talking about. <laughs> so yeah. within the female plant, you're talking about like the reproductive part of it right so we're going in deep on the bud so i'm just trying to give you a point of reference egg it's part, you know we're looking at an individual part of a colon is what we're right, into, right? perfect at the early part of its life it's gonna look like it also works as nice pointer so it's really had three lives yeah actually yeah It's working very well yeah
1: gretchen's using it to highlight point. places on the whiteboard so it's phenomenal little
0: i know right so you have your bract, which are these sort of leafy because they do look much more akin to a leaf than a petal but it's sort of a similar concept because they they basically are green and are covered in trichome, but they are the part that protect your pistol which is the actual like reproductive part that turns into the seed however that happens don't like not yeah good. not our that's not this podcast yeah and then you have your stigmas which are the, the pollen catchers and they the stigmas kind of come out of those just a little bit and then the pollen is transferred back into the inside to the pistol and the pistol is surrounded by this other part called the calyx kind of it's just a protective barrier not that important but I included it um <laughs> <clears throat> then you actually get up to here so your bracts they're then kind of swollen around the seed it does look like a tiny little nut uh, mm. is what it looks like mm-hmm. or like a, a little bean. walnut yeah sure mm-hmm. yeah I mean the set this the shape is very similar to a walnut mm. um but much 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 smaller <laughs> sure teeny tiny walnut Teeny tiny like what five maybe five millimeters across I'm yeah really good with estimate and <laughs> so that you have those those leafy parts on the Outside and the seed is inside, and so that's that's the end of the growth cycle. And as soon as those seeds are mature, the plant dies off, dump their seeds all over the ground, and you get more plants next year in the wild.
1: So the female right. plant still produces seeds, N- not without the male. It produces. Oh, this is See, basically right.
0: if you if you what you're aiming for. I was just going through the end of the growth cycle. This I don't do that.
1: <laughs> right. you don't, don't want this is this, this is post vegetative on the way to the death rattle. Right. Right.
0: So okay. what what you want is is that so you're cutting off that with getting rid of all your males you're basically going a big you know you just none of, none of in, what we're talking about happens right you stay right. in this in pistol stage where it's got the little they're all just sticking out all over the plants being like where are the dudes where are the dudes and you're like no no dudes for no. you no no dudes for you big x <laughs> so dumb <laughs> well this is how i learned <laughs> i I'm teaching you and i think it's
1: well thank so god <laughs> I'm glad otherwise like I would never understand this
0: (laughs) all right well I'm glad it makes it at least memorable for you there you go that's that's the the main goal yeah so the female flowers are the ones that have developed the most trichomes so and the trichomes are where all the action happens so that's where your cannabinoids come from yeah your your penis your your penis um (laughs) Yeah, so bad that we keep calling it that. Well, I it can't
1: help that it looks like it. I mean... <laughs> what are we supposed to do about this? It's
0: not even a reproductive organ. What? It, it really does look more like, like a pia-peni mushrooms. Of course, that still sounds like penis, but... Pia yeah, Pini I'm mushrooms. like,
1: what's the difference?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all looks like penises. <laughs> it's all the same. Okay, anyways, not the point. <laughs> <laughs> the world revolves around all sorts of different shaped penises. <laughs> My dad is not even registering this conversation. He's sitting right here.
1: That's so funny.
0: That's so Um, funny. James is constantly like, wow,
1: you guys are really (laughs) talking about penises a lot. Yeah. Okay. You've got it.
0: Okay. Ladies have all the trichome action. Yeah, they do. You have three types. The ones that we just spent five minutes talking about (laughs) they look like penises are the capitate thaw. So these are the ones, they have a little trunk and then they have a bulbous head at the top. Yeah,
1: they're often kind
0: of milky or So they start clear or- Yeah, they start clear. And then as they mature, they go through a milky white stage. And then eventually, if you leave it on the plant long enough, it goes kind of brownish amber colored. And that's sort of like the most you're ever going to get get out of it is. I tend to pick mine. So I try and wait as long as I can, but I get a little impatient sometimes So Naturally. I tend, yeah. tend to pick them closer into the milky white stage than the amber stage. Got it. I'm just not that patient. Ooh, yeah, it's hard. So those are the ones you can actually kind of see all over the plant, but they are cool to look at under like a little microscope. I have a little thing that I use to look at them when I'm judging how ready my plants are. Cool. So that's capitate stalked and that's mm-hmm. C A P I
1: T A T E. Stocked, S T A L K
0: E D. It's an eye exam test. I'm reading from the yeah. whiteboard. <laughs> so then your next most common type is your capitate the seal, which is only visible through a microscope. So probably, I probably can't even see it with my little thing. Those are more often on the leaves than anything else. And then you've got the bulbous, which are very infrequent, sort of just kind of sporadically throughout the plant. And then, oh, sparse. I was like, they're spurs. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, <laughs> can't even read my own handwriting, how sad. <laughs> But you can't you can't see them with the naked eye either. So
1: got it. Those so it's your- only it's only the capitate stopped, like you said. Those yeah, are the yeah. only trichomes that are visible to us.
0: So then we have the non-glandular trichomes. These are called spithilis, they just look like little hairs and they're sort of a little protrusion that come out on the plant, but like a stigma. Yeah, sort of, but much, much, much smaller. <laughs> got it. Teeny tiny. I think that covers it. That's awesome. That's uh did we go through indicustiva?
1: With- no, I think the last thing. So now we've talked about the growth cycle the structure the sexing plant so now we are just going to dip into a little bit of the different type of species
0: oh right I mean, that's right that's right
1: and then okay. just the last that's thing like- we're going to do is other things that cannabis is similar to
0: so most people who are in, into cannabis they're like the two types are what cannabis are sorry sativa and indica which now they're not so sure of about all of that. But mostly right now we're referring to we could get marijuana or cannabis plants, but also hemp. And then there's another type called Bruteralis that sort of like hemp basically has zero THC to it at all it will not get you high and it doesn't it just doesn't do it <laughs> it does have cbd it does have cbd so mm-hmm. when you're in the store like whole foods and they have something that has cbd in it most likely that's hemp cbd because that is how that's legal can't right. from those other types of plants right have it.
1: and to connect this to monty a lot of hemp is grown in turkey oh really
0: <laughs> yes that would make sense it does like a fairly dry climate so sure yeah okay so you've got sativa indica hemp and ruderalis which, Which, er, what? <laughs> it's basically like even more, what's the word I'm looking for here? CBD. Well, it's closer to hemp as far as like levels of THC to CBD. Mm. It does have some THC more than hemp, but not very much at all. Like if you had your plants, plants with, sorry, it's hard because I don't have this mirrored. Plants with THC over here and your hemp over here, ruderalis would be like
1: here. <laughs> so on a scale of hemp to sativa and india, Indica Ruderalis is like ten paces ahead of him, but like a hundred paces behind the Tiva Indica. There you go. Okay. That's one way to put <laughs> <laughs> the visualization of what your root my, stick, my, is my stick is showing. Showing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank God I have my Becca translator here. I know, I know.
1: Okay, so rooteralis is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it, is it, kind yeah of it grows like anywhere. It's very hardy, grow- I guess. It's very hardy.
1: Yeah. It also appreciates a little bit of stress, right? And mm-hmm. kind of like drier, harsher climates, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Little survivor. Pretty, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. what we've learned is that even though there are these different types of species, and your body can respond differently to them. What is really at what is really happening is the way your body responds within its endocannabinoid system to the different types of terpenes and cannabinoids. So all of these are important, and what's most important is figuring out how you respond to them. Exactly. So
0: yeah, so marijuana is sort of uh, an interesting. interesting plant. It's very
1: interesting. And I feel like often people talk about the medicinal properties of it, or they talk about the like, oh, we have to talk about it as a whole plant. And we have to talk about it as like something bigger than itself. But at the end of the day, it is really just a plant that has a flowering property to it that has this incredible impact on our body. And it's so shitty that it's stigmatized in such a way that it becomes not a plant and not something that has beneficial
0: properties to it. Yeah. Well, at some point we'll do a yeah, we history get of it marijuana it. episode. Know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we got to get into that. I think we're both avoiding it because it's like so heavy. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's real bad. Yeah. But we don't want to so, ignore it. Yeah. We'll get to it a bit at some point, but yeah, we'll so that
0: that's our, our roots to buds uh, overview of uh, the plan. So yeah,
1: real quickly. There are just, a, there are a couple of things that cannabis is really similar to. And I'm just going to read them out real quick, and that's cops mint, spider flowers, hibiscus, and kiwi for different reasons. But the mint, the spider flowers, they look the most like the leaf structure of the fan leaves. Mm -hmm. The hibiscus and the hops and those sorts of plants have a lot of similar structure to the colas and the buds and that property. And then the kiwi, we wanted to call out just for those different types of reproduction properties of the male and female. And so there are a lot of, this is just a very short list too. So there yeah. are a ton of things that cannabis it's as a plant. To, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think what's important to both of us is just highlighting how natural and I'm, I'm incremental is the word that's coming to my head and that's not the right word, but anyway, it's important. <laughs> it's important. It's important. It's to
0: important. Know. It's important to both of us. This has been
1: fun. Wipe your time. I have learned so much.
0: Well, and we'll learn more as we get into the growth cycle stuff. And yeah, so there's so um, much to talk about. So much.
1: Yeah. So thank you for joining us for our fourth CanQuest. Be sure to check out our website where we're sharing the articles that we referenced, our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube where we've got videos and photos of all the things we're talking about. And this is a blast. Thank you so So much, Gretchen, for like teaching me all this stuff. This is awesome. I'm super excited. We'll have to get into growth cycle more growing side of it, I mean at some point yeah. but Sooner there's always later. so much to talk about. Yeah, who knows what we'll go to next.
0: I know. All right. Ta-da.
1: <laughs> Thank you for joining us. This is
0: an awesome book. Absolutely.
1: Roots to Buds. This was so much fun. I learned a ton as usual. So thanks for joining us. We will be sharing all of our resources on the website as usual, which is highgluttony.com. And be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook
0: and YouTube, all at High Gluttony. And we want to engage with our listeners a little bit more. So we are looking for a cocktail for our next can of quest. Quest. So please send us your suggestions on wherever you like, either email or on Facebook, or through Instagram, let us know. Let us know what we should drink. Yeah.
1: And that's highgluttony at gmail.com. So send us your cocktail ideas, please. Oh, We're no. excited. Highgluttony at highgluttony.com. Oh, that's right. Highgluttony at highgluttony.com. And then we are excited. We're exploring new ways to continue engaging with everybody. And since we've talked about how much we love video games, but there's not a super space to share that within all of the repisodes and can quests that we do. So we're looking into making some Twitch streams available with us playing
0: video games on our own or together, which we're really excited to share. Yeah. It'll be exciting to see how that turns out. You, y'all yeah. can experience the ring fit adventure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ring fit Zelda. We actually do other things
1: and we're we going to play some together and We're also starting a Patreon and we are excited to start sharing just some exclusive content on Patreon only. So stay tuned for all of that. Get excited, guys. It's going to be good. It's getting exciting. Thanks for joining us. Yay! Yay! See you next time.